Hey, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Ononna, a certified life coach and inner voice facilitator, specializing in intuition and identity. I specialize in helping you live life on your own terms so you can stop hiding from those cultural expectations and the aunties. You do get to live a life that feels good to you and do it while still respecting your heritage, traditions and culture. It's possible to do it intuitively, intentionally and mindfully. All this and some more. Hi and welcome back to the podcast. If you are watching the video, hi, you can see me. If not, and you're just listening to the audio, totally cool as well. Welcome. Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back to things I wished I had seen growing up. Part two. Um, This one is all about when your decisions don't make sense to other people. And this is something that I wished I had seen more of, but also I really want to preface in that saying there's a difference when we see things and how they're modeled to us and actually I did have this model to me um if many if some of you know my grandparents modeled this quite a lot to me a long distance relationship a the story of my grandparents is very much um it just did not make sense to other people they got married it was a love marriage back in the day which was not um, usual or typical. My granddad was in the UK, my grandma was in the, it was in India, and they were doing a long distance relationship. He proposed via letter. Um, and if you have seen on my Instagram, you would have seen that when my husband and I got married, we honoured that post box, which is still there in Cambridge, and posted a letter through that box. Now, the reason why I say all of this is that it's one thing to have an unusual setup modelled to you. It's another thing to really live and embody that for yourself. And something that I've mentioned before is that what we say is important, but actually what we do and how we follow through with what we're talking about is is really, really, is even more key. And what happens especially with me is that even though I've seen this being modeled to me for whatever reason the cultural conditioning has made it feel unsafe to do things that don't make sense to other people i.e to conform and this is something it's one of the lessons that I am I guess here to learn as we all are I, I believe um and it's just something that I really wanted to speak about because for a lot of us, we want to make decisions, we want to move through and from a place of intuition, but there's always the mind's worries or the fear of judgment, and that often holds us back and holds us back from making the decisions that maybe we should have made a long time ago, and we've been sitting on them or we've been ruminating on them or we've been overthinking them. So this is one that I really wanted to speak about more from a career perspective as well as a romantic relationship perspective as well. 
um, because if you know me or if you are new to the podcast um, and you are new to my world, my community, then welcome. I'm so grateful to have you here and you will know that there, or you may be just learning that there are decisions that don't make sense to other people that I've made that probably I will continue to make and I'm here for it because we are here to disrupt and find our own unique ways of doing things and I think it's inspiring to see how other people do it for themselves not so that we can copy or replicate but see what lands with us so that we can do it ourselves anyway I digress because this um I'm trying a new thing where I'm really finding the flow and going I do have a couple of uh, notes with me but um, I really wanted to do this intuitively and see what comes through so um, let me just go back to my notes for a sec so in terms of me there are a fair few things that don't really make sense to other people from especially from a from an outside perspective and those are typically me doing a PhD, me being in an interracial relationship that quickly went into being a long distance relationship and has now transitioned into being a long distance marriage, um, career moves and country moves. And I'm sure that there are going to be many, many more decisions for myself. Um, and maybe you can think of certain things for yourself too that you resonate with and we're all here for that and I just want to acknowledge that there are going to be people that raise eyebrows right there, there are going to be people that just don't fully understand what you are doing with your choices with your decisions there will be people who outwardly show their support and then there will be people who may outwardly tell you that they disagree or the choices that you're making makes them feel uneasy and I just want to say to you <laughs> that it's okay to let it go and I say utterly now even though there were times when it would really bug me it would really get me down it almost swayed me in many many instances and I really I think this is the thing that it comes down to feeling so sure so grounded in your own values in your own intentions in your own intuitive nudges which there comes a point where there comes a point where it's too painful to not listen and that really happened with me and it, I just want to share my own story with you just so that you can get a feel for the things that are coming up because it's it's very easy for other people to say, well, don't listen to other people's judgment or other people's expectation. But when that is something that you have grown up with, it is something that you carry with you and it is a default response. It's, it's something that you have to consciously want to well, first of all, become aware of. Second, consciously want to move through it and out of it and then release it. And there is a lot of different stories and beliefs that can come up as we move through them. 
and so I just I just want to preface that because by no means am I saying that it's easy to just follow your own path and defy certain expectations for yourself it is absolutely not and this is why I feel so passionate about helping other people navigate this because I get it it you hold it so close to you you hold it so dearly to you your culture your heritage your traditions you want to do it respectfully and yet you don't know how to and it feels overwhelming so I just want to share my own story um so at the beginning and and to give you a bit of a broad overview for anyone listening who doesn't really know the background I was offered a PhD in um, reproductive maternal health and for me it came at the right time it was the the purpose of the PhD was to understand the mechanisms and and the pathways that um contribute to to babies being born too early so preterm birth and and that area of reproductive health is an area that I'm so passionate about I'm still so passionate about and I've seen people in my life go through similar things similar maternal health issues and it really ignited this fire and this passion for maternal health within me and I wanted to be a part of the solution and and this was my way to do it um however I did come against some backlash which if you follow me on other areas on Instagram um you'll know that I did come up against some backlash my closest family were really really supportive but it was the extended circle um the relatives some people basically saying how will we find you a husband you're making it really difficult for yourself and the subtext to that meaning that me doing a PhD was going to scare off any potential suitors or any potential partner life partner um call it Jeevan Sati and basically saying that me doing a higher degree would make me appear too educated um that they would have to find me uh somebody who had the equivalent of the same degree or higher otherwise they were going to feel threatened their masculinity was going to be um you know threatened and I was basically too much to um marry off and initially I was just I was outraged (laughs) you know how I felt I felt a lot of different emotions actually and I just want to give you a really honest view of that because I didn't go from not feeling angry at all to to where I am now about it I did feel outraged I had this person in my life say this and it also raised some really important questions for myself and I really had to get clear because did I really want to be with somebody who has such a fragile ego ego that felt threatened by me having a PhD did I really want to be with someone who couldn't support me in one of my passions like maternal health was such a passion of mine and it still is and not because I wanted to do a PhD for the qualification it was more because this was my way of adding impact of contributing to this finding this treatment for preterm birth which 
had affected people in my life and and I I wanted to choose this way of following that passion so did I really want to be with someone who didn't support that however that looked like and I also want to be really honest with you because there comes a point where you know in these situations where you think you are really steady in your own intentions in your own desires and something happens where it, it may cause you to falter and I did think am I making a wrong decision am I should I be doing this PhD was I reducing my chances of getting married of finding the partner that I wanted who would who this wouldn't be an issue for and then I had to snap myself out of it and granted it didn't really take that long but it did I was ruminating on it for a couple of days and what ended up happening is I had to move through that frustration disappointment in the person that had said that and really get clear on what I wanted and really those asking those questions were really important to me who did I want to be with what kind of person did I want to be with and this is why I'm so passionate about getting clear on our standards for ourselves because right before then if you've listened to a previous podcast I think you can scroll back and listen to it on setting clear intentions and actually how I kind of I guess manifested um my partner I used I used this situation I used this example it was really a turning point in my in my life um and I've, I've voiced this m many times before but if you are new here then you'll know that I used that this situation as my filter I used this to redefine my standards for what I wanted for myself and also what I wanted for a partner in my that wouldn't that would show up in the way that I wanted and needed and and wanted them to support me so it meant that I used it as a filter to mean okay well I only want to be with somebody who not only supports this PhD but supports my passions in life and how I want to pursue them it meant really raising my standards for who I was allowing in romantically um, and also the standards I had for myself how much more self-worth did I have to only be open to such a person and what did I need to implement to bring that about and what did I have to do in order to become that person that would only you know allow that person in um, and be open to receiving that because I think one of the other things is we may decide that we want something but really are we energetically open to receiving it or are we just putting up blocks and walls because we're too scared we're too scared and I think as I've said before it happened at a period of time where I was still faltering I was still processing heartbreak um and I needed to sort of rebuild my own self-confidence self-worth luckily I had done a lot of work on myself anyway so I was processing a lot of emotion um 
and I was, it was at, at a time where it came a really good time where I could sit and really define, okay, these are the things that I really want in a partner. So I really wanted to share this experience because it kind of combines two things. It combines the career example with the PhD and the higher education and just really just choosing something for yourself because the PhD honestly if you'd asked me when I was doing my first degree was whether I was going to do a PhD I would have said absolutely not no way the only reason I actually did do it is the present the opportunity presented itself and it was in an area that I felt so passionate in um because anyone that's done a similar course is a they will know that it's a long winding journey and that in itself taught me a whole other thing but you know that is a different topic altogether but what I really want to say here is that the person that said to me how will we find you a husband cannot even remember saying it to me which I find baffling frustrating and a lot of relief because I am so grateful to have moved through all of the spectrum of emotions of anger disappointment frustration disbelief um of uncertainty of what should I do am I making the wrong decision here and also coming back to myself and coming back to what was I intuitively being nudged to do and it was being nudged to do even though a lot of people were like do you really want to do this PhD even a part of me was do I really want to do this PhD but following that instinct step by step and I think this is where it is it's following the nudges of what feels right in this moment without having the guided map to get you to the end destination, you might not really know, and actually the end my destination might change. You might be rerouted multiple times, which I definitely was. But it was the right step to to not listen to that person, right? And there is no, I'm not pointing holes in this person. We each have our own traumas that impact the way that we show up that our own conditioning so it was never my job to convince I didn't take this PhD just to convince them by saying I'm going to do this PhD and I'm going to find find someone that wasn't my intention at all it was pure it was through pure intention of wanting to contribute to maternal health which is why it ended up being the right decision However, what I then realised is that for whatever reason, if a comment really was a throwaway comment by some other person, your life is so much more precious than basing a big decision on other people's responses, on other people's projections of what they see in the world of what they see is possible in the world and if you know that there is a reason for you to do something in a way that does not make sense it is up to you it is your responsibility to ground yourself in it no matter how scary 
or uncomfortable it feels, it is your duty and responsibility to cultivate that deep sense of self-trust. And that has to come with time and it has to come with a lot of mistakes. And for me, I've made those mistakes along the way. So for me, yes, there was a part of me that faltered, but there was also a part of me that knew how to move through the emotion. It knew to release, it knew to deepen into my sense of intuition, self-trust in this area. I couldn't explain fully, I couldn't articulate fully, but I knew I had to do it for myself. So this is just one example. One example, maybe you can see it in your own career, maybe you've decided to take a different career path than was expected. And there are people that are making certain comments about you doing things in your own way. They don't get it. And maybe they will never get it. Maybe they will get it, but only when you reach a certain level. But what's important is for you to back yourself right now in this moment so you can keep moving forward rather than waiting for their own or for their or external validation for you to keep trusting because often what happens is we have to almost take some steps in blind faith hoping and knowing and trusting that we will that we will be held we will be supported and guided whether that's through other people entering our lives whether that is stepping into the unknown and and achieving what we hope or our own version of success in a different way but it's taking that intuitive step and this is why I am so passionate about really deepening that self-trust in ourselves because when we've got that self-trust even though there might not be evidence to back back up that this is going to work you've got enough self-trust to know that it's you're going to find a way to make it work for you and even if it's not a clear cut line it's most <laughs> most probably not going to be it's going to be a messy one because life is messy and we everything is a continuation of where we're meant to be right so this is in terms of a career um move i guess but it also ties in with the fact that is tied in with a romantic um element as well because my relationship really came from me taking that initial step step for myself to say this is what I want this is what's important to me it doesn't make sense to you but that's okay and I'm okay with it to moving through those situations moving through those emotions and it also led me to um, meet my husband which also happened in an unconventional way it doesn't make sense to a lot of people that's okay the other thing as you will have um, maybe realised, is that I set this intention of qualities that I really wanted in a partner, again, at the very same time. And as making this kind of decision. And then realising it also happens so that, so our relationship is quite, it doesn't make sense to a lot of people, <laughs> and that's okay. It is an interracial relationship, um, so I am British, Indian, Bengali, my husband is Scottish and it works. 
but initially of course that may have raised a few eyebrows it is staying true to what you know is important to you what was important to me is does this person meet me in the areas that are really important to me are my cultural values respected celebrated is my phd celebrated yes and all the other qualities too um in doing that in trusting that you're making the right decision it can come at a price it can come at a price where you have to be able to step out into the unknown and sort of step out into a unique example of what's possible especially if you are the first in your family community to do anything whether it's a relationship whether it's a career whether it's you know starting a business you have to be you have to get comfortable with feeling uncomfortable and what I mean by uncomfortable is the feeling of discomfort of being seen especially if you like me um, have grown up being quite shy having a lot of people watch your moves sometimes it can feel like they're waiting for you to make a mistake and that can feel quite overwhelming. It can bring up some anxiety and fear. And what I come back to all the time, and actually I've just, I've realized I've sort of um, jumped around a little bit. So let me just give you a little bit more background. Um, so I am in an interracial relationship. The other thing is that quite soon into our relationship, it turned into long distance because my husband works abroad quite a lot. And it was really taking the time to figure out and also to take a leap of faith. Do, is this going to work? And am I okay with this next step of having it long distance? Especially leading into a long distance marriage as well for a time, for a little bit. Again, there will be people in your life that think they know why you're making certain decisions. They may try, you know, they may try and project certain things to you, and it is up to you. Again, it is your responsibility. You take ownership of how you see these projections, these judgments, these expectations. So, to paint a picture, I will say that um, very initially it was very much, oh, you are to me letting him do xyz you aren't standing up for yourself in terms of what you want you're just making do and really that wasn't really the case for me actually it worked out really well i was finishing up a phd and my hours were so long that actually having our long distance relationship ended up being a way for us to deepen our communication actually have an honest communication much more often, I think, um, than would have happened before. 
it also allowed us both to pursue the things that we were pursuing. So for me to finish the PhD, for him to focus completely on his project abroad and then come back. And what ended up happening, even I, it surprised me, we were so much stronger after those initial stint abroad. Um, and that, I, I don't want to ever... In terms of stereotypes, there's always a stereotype of long distance doesn't work. It is, it can be a huge barrier. And yet I want to show you what's possible in that it can be, it, it can work. And if you put the work and the time and the effort in, you commit to honest, vulnerable communication. Because I'm not going to say it wasn't easy, it, it wasn't hard, it was at times. And yet we found a way to make it work. There were tears, there were challenges of making a long distance relationship work, of understanding each other's needs, of what would help us do it in the right way, do it in the most respectful way, um, and to also thrive at the end of it. So especially when we first got married and then he had another project abroad. So we are now in navigating a different stretch of work, a different stage of this relationship that doesn't make sense and is completely unique to us, but it is part of our story. And I think what's really important here, again, if this resonates with you, if, if anyone is in a long distance relationship, or if, you, if there are elements of your relationship that don't make sense to other people, it's really, really important for you to get clear on what is important to you what are the values that stay you know make you feel aligned make you feel grounded in yourself in your own what do you need to trust in your decisions is that to cultivate your intuition more is that to take certain actions and not tell other people about it and not to justify because i think with a lot of these things as we move past moving through cultural conditioning, we have a tendency of wanting to over-explain, over-explain our actions, over-explain the rationale behind things, when really, how would you be, how would you act if you were already trusting yourself? You wouldn't need, probably wouldn't need to explain, you wouldn't feel the need to, why? What, where is that need for validation? Where is that need to justify yourself coming from? Is that because you're looking for external validation? And therefore, how can you validate yourself today? What would feel for you to validate yourself today? So I just want to really... It's something that I really wanted to speak about because there are elements of all of our lives that probably don't make sense to other people, especially if we're following the intuition. And I think that's what makes it so beautiful, so magical, because our, our stories are unique. They get to be unique. They get to be magical and they get to involve synchronicities that you know are part of your story and 
we just have to have the courage to keep moving forward with our own story and not get bogged down on somebody else's story and trying to replicate somebody else's story because we're here to live ours in the messy way that it is because it is messy and when you're in it and you're in the throes of it it doesn't feel magical i get it however what is and gets to be magical is to trust trust yourself through the intuition through the deeper sense of self-trust and that feeds into a greater sense of self-confidence and self-worth. So if this resonated with you, I would love to know. I would love to know what things that you wished you'd learned when you were younger. And if this applies to you, I'm sure there are elements of what I've talked about today that do apply to you and also if you are struggling that's okay too if you are in that but I really want to make these decisions and I know it doesn't make sense to other people but I just know and you need some gentle accountability you want to deepen that sense of self-trust and you're wondering how to as an inner voice facilitator this is exactly what I do and I love this work because my clients come away and, and they always think I, I never realised or I never thought I could come away from my mind's wearings and actually, you know, feel that intuitive response in my body. And that is the power of feeling and stepping away from the mind's thoughts. And so if that's something that really resonates with you, if that's something that you would like to cultivate, you can drop me a message to have a session, an inner voice session that basically involves a video call with cameras off. It then I guide you to really deepen your sense of um, connect with your intuition, however you have experienced it before, or if you're really, really new, we focus on breathing through, move breathing away the mind's thoughts because the mind holds on to thoughts when we don't exhale. So we exhale a lot during the sessions. The sessions are recorded so that you get to listen back. And it's really a way to have that time for yourself. For me, as the facilitator, to ask all your questions that the mind has and to allow yourself to feel and receive this guidance, which we all have, definitely. It's just a lot of us, we block ourselves from receiving it. We don't want to receive it. We avoid receiving it because I guess we are scared of where it might take us. And yet that unknown is probably where the magic and the possibility lies. So if that resonates with you, do drop me a message. I'll be opening up one-to-one -one spaces for inner voice facilitation sessions, as well as I do have um, availability for one-to-one -one coaching. So make sure you are on the newsletter for that. Until the next time, if you really enjoyed this episode, if something resonated with you, I would love for you to take a screenshot of either the podcast as you're listening to it on your phone or a screenshot as you are watching the video and tag me at Anana A-N-A-N-Y-A ampersand A-M-P-E-R-S-A-N-D on Instagram 
I look forward to seeing you.